Hi, Zephaniah. How you doing? Welcome to Diddy TV. Hey, hey. Thanks for stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you. So you are down from New York City. I am, yes. So uh, how did you get started in sort of this Ameripolitan genre, being from New York City? Uh, well, uh, uh, Dale Watson came and hung out at the bar that I booked for, Skinny Dennis, and uh, and he had some mutual friends, and he ended up playing there a couple times, just doing like a pop-up kind of fun last-minute show, or like we'd announce it a couple weeks before. And uh, so that's kind of how I got connected in with Dale, so uh, through Skinny Dennis, essentially. Were you already uh, playing country music or outlaw kind of country music yeah. previously? Well, at the time I was doing, uh, I can't remember when I met Dale, I think I was doing more of the truck driving country thing. And I had a band called the 18 Wheelers, which I used a bunch of those guys on my record. And, uh, and before that, I had like a band that I sang with this band, Honeyfingers, who did more Ray Price kind of style country. Uh, so anyway, Dale kind of heard about that through some friends. And, and so, and he came up to Skinny Dennis and we hit it off. And Dale's one of the most supportive uh, people I think in in the music industry probably period like so uh, he's very warm and welcoming and cool about a lot of things right on. So. Adele is great. Yeah so. And Skinny Dennis know. is Skinny Dennis uh, it, the music at Skinny Dennis is it mostly sort of outlaw country or Ameripolitan? Uh, or I wouldn't the? say that uh, I mean it's definitely Ameripolitan as far as it, everything we book there is in the roots kind of based stuff so uh but now most a lot of people are hearing about it all over the country, all over the world, actually. I like people from other countries now. So uh, as a result, I think now we're booking people from all over California, from Nashville, from I'm sure from Memphis. I booked someone there. Right. Uh, upstate New York, Ohio, you know, everywhere, like New Orleans. Uh, so you grew up in Brooklyn, right outside I of I didn't grow up in Brooklyn. I grew up in New Hampshire, Oh, in New Hampshire. Yeah. If you've heard of it, it's a state in the United States. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some people have never I, heard of it. I think I've heard like, of it. I'm not that? sure. What country is that? In is Canada? that? <laughs> no, I'm seriously. Like, it's happened. It's, it, I didn't make that up. Uh, I happen to love New Hampshire. Oh, really? I've been okay, there a yeah. number of times. I think uh, I drove from there to Canada at one point. So yeah. uh, it's beautiful. Actually, New Hampshire is beautiful. Yeah. So growing up in New Hampshire... Were you exposed to this kind of music, or how did you get into it just in general, being in the Northeast? You don't think about it so much No, there. definitely not. It's not like a culturally a centerpiece in, around there, but it is a small small town, small state. You know, it's not like there's not a lot of ton of people that live there, so there is sort of a country mentality, and, like, it's not the big city or any sort of metropolitan, and it's not Boston where it's very, like, buttoned-up Northeastern. Right. I think it's a little more somewhere else anyhow uh well i grew up here in the almond brothers in my dad's car as i'm sure that's many people's stories of how they got into good music uh which was the cool thing as i was just in macon georgia playing a show and they had that's where the almond brothers are based out of originally right. so that was a really cool little full circle thing for me like first time playing shows out on the road and i was where you know the almond brothers is kind of the first time i heard sort of some sort of country kind of thing and then later in my life, I really got into it, but I didn't really grow up with it. So, so did you grew up playing music? Um, when did you start writing music? Uh, uh, well, I grew up playing music in the church. Uh, that was kind of like my beginnings. I actually played, you know, worship like music sure. that is played in churches, and I led. You know, I was pretty young. I don't remember how old I was when I was sort of leading a group in that setting. So. 
I feel like that actually really helps out a lot as a performer or a songwriter just trying to gather uh, or sort of put something together that touches people with music. That The church is a great place for that. Anyhow. And the churches have great harmonies. Yeah, I grew absolutely. up in the church too, yeah. and singing, and just all of that. It's 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 such a great background for any kind right. of music, really. And it was like contemporary, you know. It's, there's drums and bass and all that stuff. Uh, so anyhow, uh, my I wrote my first song. I actually coincidentally I was looking for some old paperwork in my apartment, uh, and I looked went through every single book and box I own, and I actually found my mother sent me. Uh, the original printed out lyrics and chords for the first song that I ever wrote, actually, um, for my high school sweetheart. Oh. Um, or maybe I was, was in junior high. Was it a love song? Or? It was, uh, yeah, of course, yeah. Of course. Uh, I mean, I just didn't know if it was like, a breakup song. I, I, it's painful to read the lyrics, to be honest. It's No, no, it's like, I love you, I'm in love oh, with you, right. I want to spend the rest of my life with you kind of love Oh, song, that's you know? great. The kind of stuff you think about when you're 14, 14 and yeah. going through uh, changes, you know. So. so you have an album that that's, uh, was your last album, is This Highway, and tell us about the last album. Uh, well, it's my debut album. I never put out anything before that. Uh, this Highway, I, it was produced by Jim Campolongo and Luca Benedetti, both fantastic. Well, Jim Campolongo is like a cult uh, telly figure in the guitar world um, and in the music world in general. He's very respected amongst uh, that that corner of uh, music and uh, Luca Benedetti is also an amazing guitar player so I've been playing music with those guys and with the 18 wheelers that I formed with Jim and then we decided to just make a record that uh, would sort of capture the time capsule of the moment and they're all my original songs and uh, is there a theme to the lyrics or um, time passing by you know things uh, running out of time I guess or you know uh, life I guess that's really, I don't know, I don't know if there's really a theme, but I, you know, this highway is just sort of an analogy for the, you know, your path in life and going down the road through your journey in life, essentially, so right. I suppose that's the theme, I guess. You tend to write about experiences that you've had or observations? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's hard to write. I'm not that skilled of a songwriter that can write outside of that, I don't think, so I have to kind of write within what I've experienced, like hating my, my day job or having a hard time living in a big city that's expensive. Or, uh, or I, you know, I wrote a song about growing up in the church and hearing my mother sing music, and we had a guitar around the house that she had for a couple of years. And, you know, just about things like that. Uh, love and heartbreak, I guess we've, if you've been through one, uh, if you've been in love with one person in your life, I think you have a, a couple thousand songs out of that, I think, you know, like, you can write forever after you experience that, you know, so. Someone, uh, I read somewhere that if you just have one good friend in your whole life, it's really special, or one love, and so yeah. most of us have been through some heartbreak at right. some point. Absolutely. So, people can connect with with lyrics like yeah that. people are always like wow like i've never like some people recently I'm like i've never known you. like where where did you have all these heartbreak moments but it's like well this was a while back some of it so you know but it's it's impactful enough in your life that uh you could write about it for a long time you know so so what are what's next what are you working on any new music or um i'm just working on figuring out how to do this thing because i don't i've i never planned on 
I, being a professional no, musician? No, yeah, I never planned on that, to be honest. Uh, and what did you think you were going to be? Well, I always thought about doing it, and I wanted to do it, but I had the idea that someone was just going to come knock on my door one day with a record contract and fame and fortune, and and uh, I recorded a bunch of songs my bedroom, that kind of thing, and uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of navigating my way through it, I guess, you know, uh, and every, with each step I've done, it's got a little more serious, so I'm like, okay, I guess now I'm going to go do this tour in Europe, or some touring is really the main focus right now, I haven't really done any touring, uh, but I have an agent now in the U.S., so I'll be booking a bunch of stuff in the U.S., and same thing, and uh, I'll be in Scandinavia in the summer, and I have a whole album of material, and, and then some, actually, uh, but I'm going to wait a little bit to record, I think, because this one's still kind of a slow burn. And uh, I want to kind of play, play the songs out on the road a little bit and just let them come into their full realization or as much as possible. So. so I've asked a few people this, but what does kind of being a part of this Ameripolitan movement mean to you as an artist? Well, I think it's easy to get lost in the shuffle these days. There's a lot of music out there. Uh, there's a lot of types of music out there. There's a lot of people trying to make music. So I think the first thing with Ameripolitan and what Dale's been trying to do is creating an actual identif you know, identity, so to speak. So you have a group of people. This is like, this falls under this umbrella. I mean, obviously, it's pretty broad, kind of like Americana. Um, but I think it is more, more specific and that he wants it to be embracing people that are... Uh, staying true to the roots in the sense they're pulling a lot of influence from there, but doing putting their own modern touch onto it, and, and st but still respecting the the music from the past and trying to continue that in a traditional way, and in, in in your own way. So, uh, so I think that's and the Maripolitan thing. I I look at it less as a genre, and it's just more like an umbrella to put a bunch of things under. Like I said, you know. Um, but I guess different people in interpret it as different things. Yeah, we've uh, had a lot of people say it's it's like one big family. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's more uh, a gathering of people that are uh, really appreciate things from the past and still find influence and still find inspiration from it now. Right. Uh, I, I still feel like I play country music. I still think that I play country music, you know, uh, but it's definitely under the Ameripolitan uh, umbrella or right. family tree or whatever you want to call it. Well, Zephaniah, we really appreciate you stopping Thank by. Thank you very much. Thanks we wish you the best me. of luck yeah. and um, have a good time while you're in Memphis. I'm, I'm going to try. Okay. Thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, 
Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 